5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, I hope everybody had a great weekend and that you are ready to come back in and study some more scripture and really grab uh, James 5 as we finishing out this week um, as a promise. So we're going to jump right back into it, James chapter 5, starting with verse 13. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you've committed any sins, you will be forgiven. So in these verses, James highlights two important aspects of the Christian life, which is prayer and praise. So if he's saying, if you're suffering hardships, if you're going through something, what should you do first? Pray, right? This is always the the key to it, because sometimes in our suffering, what we do first is complain about it. What we do second is trying to map out a plan to get out of it. And we always are, are waiting to turn to God until we have some idea about how we can get out of it, until we have a plan. And this isn't the, what we're supposed to do. What we're supposed to do is saying, if you're suffering hardships, if you are suffering in any way, then first thing that you should do is pray. Not second, not third, not somewhere down the list. It says, if you're suffering as a Christian, the first thing that we should do is pray. But it's in all situations, right? So if any of you are happy, then you should also sing praises. But when things are going well, it's hard to turn to God and say thanks because we often think it's all because of us. Like we've worked hard and sometimes we also have worked hard, but it's because of God. And so how many times we we forget to turn to God even as, as a praise, as a thanksgiving, to be able to turn to God and say, thank you for all you did in order to work these things for my good. And this is why we say God is good, because he's a giver of all good things. And so we also sing praises. The next one, it says, are any of you sick? Right? So this shows a dynamic. So suffering like meaning there's there's things that are happening to you uh, outside of you, right? Things maybe oppression, uh, things like, you know, people are speaking poorly of you, whatever it might be. Now you get to, are you sick? And this is the dynamic of, of discipleship is you are sharing all of the aspects of your life. You're not just saying, well, I'll just keep the messy stuff out. Or I'm going to just keep all of the, the parts that are hard or difficult out and only share, you know, the pieces that everyone, you know, wants to hear. You know, here, here's a good report or here's the thing, you know, no, we share every aspect of our lives, not only with the community of God, but also with God. And so it says, are any of you sick? This is what you should do. Call the elders of the church come over, you know, have them come over, pray over you, anoint you with oil, and, you know, be praying with you. These are the instructions that the church should be following. But I think so many times we also get away from this. 
We say, yeah, I don't really want to bother anybody. I don't want them to know I'm hurting. I don't really want them to know that there are that I'm in pain. You know, I like I don't want to be a nuisance. And so we fail to let people know. But in this, it's, there's a community. So prayer is yes, our conversation with God, but it's also in this dynamic of a community. The community should be praying with and for one another. We just went over this in, in church yesterday when we talked about our covenant, and this we intentionally included into our covenant that we make with one another before God. We're saying we want to pray with and for one another, and that's going to be a commitment that we're making. And so when you are thinking about this, then it ends with verse uh, 15, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, then you also will be forgiven. So God is speaking here and he's saying that these prayers, now these prayers don't do the healing, right? Because it says, it, it could sound like that, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. No, God's always the one doing the healing. Always. Never is it always, you know, going to be dependent upon someone other than God. God is the one that's going to do the healing. Now, there are people in Scripture that are known healers. They would still never say it's all because of them. If they are a known healer and they are a follower of Jesus, then it's always going to point back to God as the one who's doing the healing. And because if we continue, in the, and if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. So it's another reminder that God is with us, and that there are moments that we should not just leave God behind and try to just move forward. And so this is like, a. I love the dynamic here of both the suffering and the hardships and the happiness and the joy and the sickness and the hurts and every piece we are to include with one another, for one another, as we bring, you know, are under the same umbrella, right, as, as we are following Christ together. So that is where we're going to cut it off here today. And we'll be back again tomorrow as we talk about confession again and, and what God calls us to. All right, everybody, have a great day. Take care.